Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is December 16, 2018. You are with the D Hour Network, and I'm your host, Marsha Thaddison, for For Your Health. I'm excited that you're with us tonight because we have a great guest on here. And um, I just can't wait for you guys to meet Dr. Scott Whitaker, who's written a book called Med Sin. I got the opportunity to meet Dr. Whitaker, well, back in 2009. But I want my listening audience to know how I came across his book. One of my, I had a big here way back in 2005. One of my moms, one of my moms was sick, and she had lupus. And part of her lupus treatment um, at the time was chemo. And her husband couldn't sit with her through the chemo treatment, so I decided to go with her because I've never seen someone get chemo or any of that kind of thing before. And um, I went into her hospital room and sat with her while she was getting her chemo treatment for uh, lupus. And someone in their friends or family gave her a book by Dr. Scott Whitaker called Medicine. She hadn't even cracked the book open. So as I'm sitting next to her and she's getting her treatment, I'm just going through his book and I'm going, I'm getting all excited and I'm saying, did you know this? And I'm going through the book. I said, this is what he said. And I'm just going up and down through the book, going in and out the book. That was some way before I got a chance to meet him and see, to get a hold of his copy of his book. And I want the knowledge and information that Dr. Scott Whitaker had in that book to be in your hands because I think it's powerful. And what's great about For Your Help with Marsha Thaddison with our show is to bring this information to you. As I said before in our previous shows, I know many of us are busy working, we're paying bills, we got kids, we're busy. And we don't have that time or research to go looking for this information that you know and I know is going to be powerful into helping Someone we know may have lupus, cancer, or some type of illness, and this information is out here. But what is great to know is that people are waking up, and we can see that's happening in our grocery stores and everything else. So without further ado, I want to welcome Dr. Scott Whitaker. Dr. Scott Whitaker, welcome to our show. Oh, thank you for having me. Honored to be on. I hear you very well. Can you hear me? Good, 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 good. I can. I can. I can hear you very well. Yes, sir. I wanted okay, to, good. Uh, our listening audience to give us a background of who you are as Dr. Scott Whitaker and what started you on this journey. All right, let's see here. Uh, go back to my childhood of the uh, age of five, six, maybe around that time. Um, my dad used to always give me uh, supplements in the morning for breakfast. And, you know, I didn't know too much about it. I just, he said it was good to take, so I took them. And uh, uh, what I noticed was uh, from kindergarten through 12th grade, I never missed a day of school due to illness. I was never sick. Um, as I got uh, into college and studying the sciences, I was an engineering major, uh, undergraduate. And I ran into a brother uh, who was from the Seminole Indian tribe. And uh, he told me, never take 
the gringo's medicine. That's what he said. Never take the gringo's medicine. He said use uh, echinacea and golden seal. And I said, echinacea and golden seal? What is that? Those are two two powerful herbs. I went immediately to the library, or no, excuse me, I went immediately to a bookstore and bought, bought this book called Back to Eden uh, by Jethro Kloss. And uh, yeah. that's basically an herb book that uh, lists so many herbs and the, the, the descriptions of what they do and how to take it and all that kind of stuff. And so I read up on echinacea and golden seal, and I went and bought them, and then I started using them. And mm-hmm. my body started changing, okay? No more in the wintertime. I used to always have severe congestion and mucus and just a horrible time from December to February. It was just miserable, always taking decongestion pills and all this kind of stuff. And so uh, I realized I had to stop uh, consuming a lot of harmful products, you know, too much uh, ice creams and, and, and soda pop and potato chip and uh, not drinking enough water, not getting enough sleep. And so the transformation started. I uh, ended up uh, pursuing uh, uh, higher advanced training in nutrition after my uh, uh, undergraduate and went on to obtain the doctorate of naturopathic medicine in uh, California. So uh, what led me to my book and led me to uh, teaching this this information to the people was uh, I had met someone very special uh, uh, at that time, uh, female, and uh, we, were, we were communicating, and she said, uh, I don't feel good today. And I, I want to go, she was in Louisiana, and I was in uh, California, she said, I don't, I don't feel good today, I'm going to go get, get checked out. And I said, okay, go on in there, get, get, get the information and what they are uh, going to tell you. And then let me know, and we're going to deal with it herbally. And that was on a Monday, she told me this. And I didn't hear from her for about three days. So I, I called uh, her home, and her dad answered the phone and said she was dead. And so... Uh, oh, my goodness. I said, my goodness gracious. They said she had leukemia. So I said, who dies of leukemia in three days? So I knew that they had given her something that uh, devastated her body and took her out of here. And so my only way to fight back for something like that was to put it on paper. And I had compiled about 12 years of research, just just uh, keeping things in a notepad. I had over 800 uh, pages of information. And this is where medicine, the book, came from. And I went from 800 pages and got it down to 400. So uh, that's where the journey began. Uh, It was ignited by uh, a murder of a close friend. And my mission is to expose this medical cartel to the highest level, to bring information to the people, of how to protect themselves, and uh, and and to make sure that uh, uh, 
we're not guinea pigs for the medical establishment. Wow. And, you know, oh, my God, that is powerful. That is powerful information. And, you know, people, like I said, people are waking up and they want to know these choices. So looking at your book, uh, the first part of the book, I see um, your foundation is in God. You believe in the scriptures. You believe in the word. You talk about that. That has a big foundation of who you are and your mission, correct? Can you hear me? Dr. Whitaker? No. Are you still there? All right. Dr. Whitaker, can you hear me? All right. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to see what's going on here because I, I was able to hear him, but I don't think he's able to hear me. So we'll be right back on the D-Hour Network for your help with Marsha Patterson.
All right, you on the, you're back with the D-Hour Network. This is Marcia with For Your Health. We have Dr. Whitaker back. Dr. Whitaker, okay. Um, my question to you is your foundation, because as we look in the beginning of the book, you lay that foundation of who you are and your faith. Share with us about that and how you tie that into holistic and the natural. Oh, yeah. Well, the creator, uh, of course, who designed us and, and shaped us and put us together, uh, knows exactly what we need in regards to our uh, ability to survive on earth, uh, to heal us from our uh, pains and ailments. And uh, in the revealed scriptures, uh, the Torah, the uh, Psalms, the, the Gospels, and the Quran, all the revealed books from God, all give instruction on how to eat, what not to eat, and uh, uh, in a very clear and concise uh, method. So there's no, it's like, uh, you know, the creator says, do not eat pork. There's really not, you don't really have to go into discussion of why and how come and this and that. It, God said, don't eat it. I mean, what, what more do you need? It's like you have a... Uh, you buy a new car, Toyota, something, Lexus, and in that car, in the glove compartment, there's a handbook for that car. And uh, the manual tells you how to take care of that car because Toyota designed it. So if the creator designed us and he says, <clears throat> don't eat pork, it's just simple. Don't eat pork. Okay. Um so the foundation, the religious spiritual foundation, is uh, number one, and uh, and the question really to ask with that is, uh, why aren't the religious faithful disease free? Okay, <laughs> because yeah. the the churches are full of sick people. Okay. Yes. I'm sure the synagogues are full of sick people and the mosques are full of sick people. So why aren't the religious faithful disease free? Because they're not following the laws of the creator. And the book of Leviticus gives us a whole bunch of rules about what to eat and not to eat. And I think there's so many dietary laws just in the book of Leviticus alone. Oh, yeah. Leviticus tells you the type of animals that we should be, we're allowed to consume, the ones to avoid. Uh, I mean, it's very clear. Uh, there's no argument. And, uh, but, you know, the question is, why aren't we disease free? Do we really believe in these books or do we just uh, sit them on our shelves and uh, consider them just pieces of paper? Yeah. Yeah. We don't live by everything that's in the Bible. We We just kind of pick and choose what we think we want to apply to our life and then kind of move on from there. Now, um, as I'm going through your book, reading your book, you gave some great information about the history of holistic, um, how it got started with some people. You know, I see that you talked about the the, um, the Rockefellers and some of these other foundations, the Ford Foundation, some of these people that helped implement uh, some of the healthcare industry and making some changes and how these people manipulated 
the pharmaceuticals, the drug companies. Give us a little history about that. Okay. Uh, well, prior to the, uh, let's just say World War One, um, America had a a great amount of uh, med schools that taught nutritional medicine. And uh, it was thriving. You know, the people were were, uh, living long. Uh, There was hardly any surgeries. There was, you know, no drug use. And 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 that's and that's how things were were moving. People were using the natural things. I mean, I mean, you can go back to your grandparents if they're alive, or even even moms or dads uh, back in those days. Uh, they used a very powerful substance just from the tree called turpentine, and uh, that substance there, I'm talking about, uh, cures so many ailments. It was listed in the Merck Manual in 1899 edition as uh, uh, a cure for everything under the sun. And then in 1940, they removed it from the book. So you ask the question, why? Why would they remove turpentine from the book? And this is the book that all the doctors use as their manual. It's the doc- really the, the doctor's Bible is the Merck Manual. Okay? So uh, – uh, so prior to World War One, uh, a lot of funding was external to the med schools. Okay, external funding. So Rockefeller and his henchmen got together. You know, they were the oil barons of the day, making trillions and, and millions of, of that time. And they said, uh, if you don't subscribe to drug therapy or drug medicine. Uh, uh, in your med schools, you won't get any funding. So basically, they were closed down. So uh, those me- those medical schools that you see today that are still standing are the ones that submitted to Rockefeller and his henchmen, and those are the ones that received the funding. And, and all they teach now is drug therapy. Okay, and the med schools that collapsed and went under. And those doctors who were there teaching natural medicine were either put in jail, made to leave the country, or were killed. Okay, and so that's why there there will never be a cure uh, coming from the medical establishment because they're not looking for one. Okay, they want to make sure that they uh, maintain or or uh, control your disease through drugs but not really getting to the main issue or the main cause of the problem. So therefore, this continuation of drug therapy, surgeries, chemotherapies, radiation is going to continue. So when you see these marathons and and, and uh, ice buckets and, and all this pink ribbons and all that madness, every year that comes, that's nothing but uh, buffoonery, garbage. Okay, because they're not looking for any cures. They're just trying to get money from you to use for research to make new drugs. Okay, so uh, please, uh, the listening audience, uh, there is no cure coming from the medical establishment ever. You can put that exclamation point on it and underline the word ever. 
But you have these people that will tell you, well, I've been five years cancer-free or six years cancer-free, and they're out there uh, promoting that there is going to be a cure for cancer. You, you see that all the time. But then later years, these people, the cancer may reoccur again within their body, but in a different part or a different location. Oh, yeah. All it is is uh, they call it remission. And what they what it, what it has happened is that the chemotherapy has suppressed the immune system so bad that it, it actually put everything to sleep. Okay, but now the immune system is destroyed by chemotherapy. It, it totally uh, liberates. I mean, de- uh, destroys the liver. Okay, and, and if you can't. Uh, obtain a new liver, you can just about basically forget it because that's that's the key uh, organ for rejuvenation, detoxification, and 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 and, and, and rejuvenation because the liver is, is the seat of uh, where blood flow occurs for the body to be purified and and and, and oxygenated and put back into the system and. You know, the liver is the only organ of the body that can regrow itself. You know, you can take the liver and cut it in half, and if you supply it with the nutrients, it will regrow back to its original size. Uh, so the people who go through the treatments, and then they get the little five-year stamp that they're uh, supposedly cured, they call it remission. And then what happens is uh, it never was it never was gone. It was just there being suppressed. And then when it comes back, because it will come back, it comes back with a vengeance. And since the immune system is so weakened, that second time uh, is not very successful for them. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen uh, uh, the people who do chemotherapy. I haven't seen them uh, stand it yet. Because most all cancer, from what I've seen in my 30 years is uh, people don't die from cancer. They die from chemotherapy and radiation. Wow. Yeah, that is true. Now let's talk about genetically modified food, GMO. Give us some information about that because now we're talking about, we talked about the medical industry and how it's gotten started and, and the, um, the flight, that the, the control they're using to pharmaceutical. But what about the food? Give us some information on that. Oh, the foods today are uh, walking time bombs. Uh, you know, when I wrote Medicine back in 2005, I could count the amount of genetic foods on the market at that time. Uh, now, 2000, almost 19, uh, I need two hands and two feet and more just to count <laughs> how many genetic, genetic foods are now on the market. I mean, they got an apple coming out next year called the Arctic yes. apple. Yes. And uh, this mm-hmm. apple is you can you can cut it and slice it and dice it, and it'll never turn brown. And uh, mm-hmm. so, therefore, it's saying it never will rot, And uh, which that's not food. You know, you should be eating things that, that spoil, okay? Uh, and you got foods that's been sitting on a shelf, so-called food sitting on a shelf for uh, 100 years, 200 years, and it doesn't spoil, something's wrong with it, okay? That's why we don't subscribe eating canned uh, foods, 
because there's no nutritional value in it, okay, zero. Everything's been nuked and uh, neutralized and uh, dead. So uh, the purpose of canned foods came after the Great Depression, just for keeping the belly full, but had no nutritional value whatsoever. So these genetic foods, oh, it's, it's uh, on another level. Papaya now, the Hawaiian papaya is genetic. All the corn is genetic. All the mm-hmm. wheat is genetic. I mean, they got this, this salmon coming out that's about yeah. three feet long that they grow yeah. in about 10 days. <laughs> and uh, that thing is going to be deadly. Uh, and tilapia they don't even have it marked in the store. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they don't even, they don't even market for you. Uh, they got tilapia right. all over the place. Nobody can tell me mm-hmm. where they came from, what body of water. <laughs> uh, I yeah. mean, it's it's unreal. It's just you right. got to read everything. Right. You got to know. You just got to stay on top of it. Uh-huh. I've I've read Jeffrey Smith's book called Seed of Deception: um, Genetically Modified Food. He's over the uh, responsible technology about genetically modified food, and he kind of pretty much internationally all over. And I had a chance to meet him when he was here in Atlanta at Morehouse University. And in his book, I was so blown away because I I was not aware. Your book, his book, a lot of these books woke me up back in those days, and that was about, around about 2005, 2006, and I got yours in 2009. But I remember... Um, talking about genetic engineer seed, and I was blown away about seeds being patented, that Monsanto, Sargento, and many of these companies are patent seeds. So I'm blown mm-hmm. away with this, and my Bible was open, and I didn't ask God. I said, when am I supposed to do with this information? And mm-hmm. Jeremiah 2.21, Jeremiah 2.21, the scripture said, God told Israel, yet I have given you seeds, seeds of the highest quality, how then have you turned before me into alien vines? And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. We have, mm. We're not growing food with seeds that are originally from another plant or another food. I mean, because even with grapes and watermelon, you can't even, it's hard to find watermelon with seeds in it. It's exactly. hard to find grapes with seeds in it. Tell me where you can find grapes with seeds in it. I don't want that. And then why? Oh, I haven't even seen them lately, but, you know, unless I haven't been to the farmer's market or been outside the community to get to the farm to find these muscadine seeds or the grapes, but they're hard to find now. So with my show, my previous show, I'm always encouraging people to own their own seeds, own their own heirloom seeds, have your own seeds exactly. because, you know, you have United States government, Bill and Melinda Gates, the Rockefeller Foundation, these people have opened up the doomsday vault in Norway. And mm. that's where they're saving all these heirloom seeds. They're going throughout all the world collecting these heirloom seeds and putting mm. them in this ice glacier. And their message is, and their purpose of this is that if there's a war or natural disaster or chemical warfare, we can replenish the world with food again. But you're getting genetically modified seeds and patent seeds out here that farmers can't even save those seeds. It's against the law for them. If they're growing food for these companies, they can't save those seeds. It's against exactly. the law. A lot, 
a lot of farmers have, have committed suicide from that. Uh, yes. A lot of yes. a lot of the farmers in India have committed suicide yes. because of that. So it's it's a mm-hmm. serious matter. I, you know, I call Monsanto one of the most uh, criminal organizations on the planet. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, demonic, and uh, uh, what that Ready Roundup pesticide they have now, yes. just uh, glyphosate spraying on all the foods. I mean, this, these these people are they have to be devils in human form. Yeah, yeah. So so we encourage people to buy organic, which is sometimes you don't know what you're getting even with the organics because what's with this bio 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 uh what is it called with the bananas? Biogradable, bio or organic something. What's with that word bio something on the bananas? Uh probably some type of scheme and gimmick. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna do bananas, uh, look for the uh, the red ones, the little red ones that they have, that they may sell in the markets. I uh, stay away from the big, long Del Monte yellow bananas. Those are to me all sprayed up and and genetic, and they're too sweet, uh, uh, too much sugar, and. Uh, and this bio stuff, you know, it's probably something that they made in a laboratory. That's what it sounds like, some type of laboratory invention. It's hard to find regular, I mean, how are we supposed to, you know, unless we go to the farmer's market, uh, and even some of the farmer's market, um, when you go, when you look at the little stickers, because the stickers supposed to tell us how they treat our food. And I think the, the four and the three is grown conventionally, but they use herbicide and pesticide. A nine supposed to be organic, and an eight is genetically modified. But they don't put an eight on the stickers to let us know that it is genetically modified. I've never seen an eight. Have you seen an eight in some of the stores with the food? No, I haven't. Nope. Yeah. Nope. See, they won't put. They won't. They won't label it like that. So you actually mm-hmm. don't know what you're purchasing when you get to the store. Now, um, you talk about sugar. Let's go about sugar. You said sweet. There's a book that I've read called uh, Sugar in the Criminal Mind by Joe Rodell. Mm-hmm. What can you say about sugar? The criminal mind. That yeah. sounds right on point. They did a study of, uh, <laughs> of the top criminals in prison. You know, they did a, a, a study on their diet prior to them doing the crime. And basically, uh, Ninety-nine percent of them said that all they ate was refined sugars, processed foods, uh, you know, a bunch of sodas, and just just ate everything loaded with sugar. And uh, so the correlation was that the sugar had an effect. Uh, you know, impure impure bloodstream led to impure thoughts, and uh, caused them to uh, deviate and do crime. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there was a school in uh, Watertown, Wisconsin, that had the worst uh, truancy uh, uh, levels throughout the whole state of Wisconsin. I mean, kids just said, the heck with school. I'm not going. We're going to play hooky. We're going to do all the stuff. And, uh, of course, their diets were full of uh, Lucky Charms and Corn Flake and, and Pop-Tart and all that mess that they would give in the morning and full of sugar. And so the school 
there in Watertown, <clears throat> they brought in uh, their own cooks. Uh, I guess like parents started volunteering and all that kind of stuff, and they started making the meals, you know, fresh homemade uh, homemade meals made in school. And uh, within one year, the whole student body changed, and uh, they had the highest test scores in the state. No more uh, truancy, and the behavior was uh, top notch. And this is all documented. Yeah. Watertown, Water, uh, yeah. Wisconsin, and uh, just by yeah. the change of the eating habits, getting all that sugar out of the diet, and the, and the children started to uh, want to be there, want to study, want to make the make uh, good grades, and and then not even skip school. So, the refined sugar is is deadly. Uh, it takes all the calcium and chromium out of your system. Uh, it uh, lowers your immune system. Uh, let's see, twelve. Let's see, twelve grams of sugar uh, makes you immune suppressant for twelve hours. Okay. Wow. So uh, uh, that's how serious and and diabolical it, it shuts down the immune system. Uh, cancer loves sugar. Uh, yeah. Feeds on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, we know di- we know diabetes is uh, caused by excess sugar. So. Uh, sugar is uh, uh, deadly. There's a book out called Sugar Blues. People need to read Sugar Blues, and uh, it goes into detail about about the evils of, of, of refined sugar. We're, we're talking about refined sugar, okay? But the natural sugars that we've been uh, provided by the Creator, raw honeys, and uh, you know the stevia plants, and the xylitols, and uh, maple syrups and things like that. Uh, those are the things we use. Of course, not uh, in large amounts. Everything in moderation. And uh, but anything's better than the, the refined and all these artificial sweeteners. You know this uh, right. sweet and low and uh, uh, aspartame and and equal equal to what I don't know. Uh, and then <laughs> and then. And then you have this one, you know, now they're switching the names, you know. Uh, uh, yes. uh, aspartame now has been switched to amino sweet. You know, they, 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 they get real slick hiding things because, uh, like you said, the people are waking up. And so people now reading labels and they see that word and they avoid it. And so they say, oh, man, we got to switch this up and call it call it something else. So that people can consume it, not knowing, and uh, so yeah. people have to be aware, very, very, very seriously to read your labels. And and then we got fructose corn syrup. You know that's one of those sugars that's really messing up a lot of young people and adults. Um, I had a store in Noonan, Georgia, and I closed the store. But before I closed it, I'm to introduce myself to the community. I did some volunteer work. Um, to do some workshops on healthy eating, nutrition. So I did one for the police department, which was in back of me, and then I did one for the um, fire department, which was on the right of me. So I went into the, um, I called the lieutenant and said, look, I would like to do a, um, a healthy nutritional program because you guys have a dirty little secret you guys don't want no one to know. And the lieutenant said, what's the secret? I said, y'all can't remember anything. 
And when I said mm-hmm. that, he said, okay, you can come in and do the presentation. So I went in. I went in with some fermented cabbage, some uh, uh, kombucha. I went in there with some um, organic stuff, all natural stuff for them to sample these foods. That's nutrition, healing for their guts, and then talk about food and behavior. And I told the officers, I said, you know what? You guys can probably arresting someone who's never taken one drink of alcohol whatsoever. And I said, when people have a high drink, uh, eat a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar, they build up yeast in their gut, and people are actually getting drunk from a lot of carbs and a lot of sugars. And doctors have now diagnosed it as the Brewer syndrome. When I said mm. that, the captain from the back screen, oh, my God, I just got a memo on that. And it's saying that these children who parents feed them a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar at an early age are craving alcohol and drugs at an early age. They start mm. wanting that. And that it's building up a steel. And, and I told them, too, that I don't believe what's, all that's happening with the black community and the officers is that everybody hate everybody. I truly believe you're sick because the frontal lobe being damaged with the drugs, the sugar, the alcohol, medication, you become fearful, you have poor judgment, you can't remember nothing. And then I said, how many times you guys arrest a young person and you ask them, why did you do that? And everybody said simultaneously, I don't know. I said, guess what, I'm yeah. lying. They don't know. And I said, I had an aha moment when an officer shot a young man who was working with an autistic little boy. He had his hands up. He had his feet up. He said, don't shoot me. I'm his counselor. He's sick. He's autistic. And the officer shot him and wounded Mm -hmm. him. And he said, officer, why did you shoot me? Why did you shoot me? He says, I don't know. And that's when I said, they're sick too. So we're a bunch of sick people out here eating food that is affecting our brain. And I met a young man who said he weighed over 300 some pounds. He said the first thing he did to start losing weight was he cut out sugar. And he noticed when he cut the sugar out, anger, his attitude disappeared. He was always angry. Mm. I said, wow. 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 And the same way way with the, yes. So, and even our president right now, if you look, if you see what President uh, Donald Trump eats, it's McDonald's, mm-hmm. Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. This food is affecting our judgment, our moods, our attitude, and it's, we're sick. And we can get our kids back and our community back by what we're feeding them. And just no like doubt. you talked about, it's 100%. Now, give us some example of how you help people with diet. Um, and some people out here say, well, I don't know where to start because a lot of people say, oh, it gets too expensive. I can't afford this. Give us some information as how we should start and making some changes. Well, let's see. I probably can use myself. Um, you know, when I first uh, started going back to the natural lifestyle, uh, first thing I did was, of course, eliminate those foods or those, uh, of course, those meats, uh, pork being one, uh, and and then fried foods was probably the second thing that I removed from the body. Okay, and once you start, once you once you really do the fried foods, a lot of stuff goes. 
okay? And so then you're left with, you know, baking and, and grilling and stuff like that. And, uh, of course, uh, water was my main consumption in terms of a liquid. Uh, no more sodas. Uh, uh, rarely would I, would, I, would I do any type of uh, a dairy. Um, so I guess for people, it's, it's really, I would say, start, of course, with eliminating the meats that are forbidden. Uh, eliminating all fried foods and then just start eating, like I said earlier, foods that spoil. So um, for those who are going to do the meats, if they eat meat, uh, you would do like a grill or or saute or baked for the meat. Uh, Of course, your veggies and things like that. Your cruciferous vegetables like the broccolis, cauliflowers, Brussels sprouts, Things that are in the sulfur family all need to be lightly steamed. Uh, those should not be eaten raw because <clears throat> they contain gortogens that affect the thyroid gland. Um, and then your salads, and, uh, your spinach, your romaine lettuce, uh, uh, green leaf, red leaf, all those you can make with your salads, your, your root vegetables, carrots. Uh, if you want to eat the, if you're gonna do potatoes, I'm not a fan of potatoes in particular, particularly the Irish potato. I don't believe people should be eating it. I think it's genetic. Uh, if you eat the potatoes, you should do the little red ones. Uh, and then uh, I guess you should say for me, what I like to do with my uh, clients is I take all them off of bread, uh, particularly wheat. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of of course no cereals, um, and and that, that's that's basic that's basically it. No cereal, <laughs> you know how many people that's all they eat is a bowl of cereal throughout the day. I, I know. And how many? I know. <laughs> uh, no cereal. Oh my God! I can hear people say, "Wait a minute, what are we supposed to eat?" You know, no cereal. Mm-hmm. But you know. I, um, I do I do do bread, but I mill my own wheat into flour, and I do soak my grains, and I we do sprout sometimes. Uh, I haven't done the sprouting in a while, but I love milling my grains, and I soak my oatmeal before I eat it. You know, um, I love my mm-hmm. oatmeal, and I've learned that's how good. to do that and fermenting the food, and that's my mission is to teach the next gen- generation on how that's done and the equipment and the things they need to do that because I don't know what tomorrow holds for us as a nation, as a people, but I truly know our our health is in our hands. It's, it's, it's what we put in our hands that's going to affect our own health, and we need to learn how to go back to the basic of growing your own food and eating healthy, and that means taking time to cook that meal. And that sometimes it takes a long time because I know a lot of the young ladies tell me I ain't got time for that. I don't want to do that, but I think we're going to have to do that. Now, um, oh, we, have to. Mm-hmm. we definitely have to. Diabetes, mm. number type 1, type 2, give us some information about diabetes because that seemed to plague the African-American community. Yeah, the uh, the old name was called sugar diabetes. You know, they used to, yes. they used to call it the sugar I got the sugar. You know, they used to say it. Yes, they I remember you, that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they tell you right in the title 
what caused it. And we just uh, was ob- oblivious, thinking, oh, well, sugar causes diabetes. We didn't, we didn't make the connection. But uh, number one, diabetes is a condition of overeating as well as uh, the overconsumption of refined foods. Refined foods are uh, white, flour, white flour products, all those cereals, all the Pop-Tarts, uh, high refined vegetables like uh, the potato being fried in uh, canola oil um, and just loads of soda pop and, and all types of sugary items because all carbs convert to sugar in the body. So right. uh, as you mentioned earlier about how it affects the frontal lobe and changes the behavior and just by carbs and, and the people don't even know where they are. That's so, that's so true. And so, so diabetes type one or type two, uh, with eating, eating all this sugar, what it does is it eliminates chromium from your body. Okay. And the body needs chromium to make the connection with insulin and blood sugar. Okay. So when there's no chromium in the system, the pancreas releases the insulin. It can't get into the cells because there's no chromium, and that's why blood sugar goes up. So what we do is supplement the body with chromium GTF. That's a glucose tolerance factor. That's what GTF means, glucose tolerance factor. And we use, we, we've been using about 400 micrograms daily. And just with that, eliminating breads and cereals, uh, diabetes is done within six weeks. Six weeks? Six weeks. Wow. Wow. And they can, you know, you need to get some information out because you do have a website and information where you sell some natural herbs and then people have consultations with you. Is that correct? Yes, yes. You know, my website, medicines.net, M-E-D-I-S-I-N-S dot net. And just click on consultation, and uh, we'll set up a date and time, and and, uh, and and discuss, get solutions, because uh, yeah. there's no solution I mean, coming. Hmm? Yeah, and I, I I support what you're saying and what you're doing. Now you said six. I'm going back to the diabetes. What about mm-hmm. the, the the belly fat? The losing weight has some factor to diabetes. People being overweight, or is that oh, they yeah. start losing the weight with the sugar and the carbs, and that will bring the, the diabetes down too. Correct? Yes, and losing the weight. Of course, you you burn. You, know, you speed up your metabolism. You uh, when you see people with the belly fat, the uh, the the tires. Uh, that's that's excess estrogen also as a as a as a as a reason too, you know another dangerous uh, thing that we consuming too much of in our foods is estrogen, and that's because of the hormones being shot into the meats, and uh, at what estrogen does excess does is it speeds up tissues, so if you got cancer it makes t- cancer grow very fast. That's why breast and prostate cancer is directly related to 
estrogen dominance in, in the body, okay? So you see a woman that has breast cancer, I know she has excess estrogen in her system. You see a man with prostate issues, I know he's got excess estrogen in his system. Now, the uh, vegan and vegetarian communities have been pushing this soy for the last 10 years, and that's uh, 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 criminal because it should be a skull and bones on, on soy because it's so <laughs> toxic. It's made by Monsanto. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, it causes so many allergies. And then it, it speeds up re- reproduction. You give it to little babies, and then they little girls start having their cycles at age four and five. Uh, and giving it to boys, and they start growing breasts and making them feminine. Okay? So uh, we've got, got some serious stuff going on now uh, with the foods and, and what's being promoted. Another thing that's really bothering me, I was talking to a lady because I went to one of the schools here in um, Atlanta to connect with them on food and behavior, just kind of get some education to the school system about how these foods and the sugar that we're feeding these kids in the school, just like you mentioned the one in Wisconsin, because uh, Dr. Barbara Reed said have written a book on food and behavior, so I want to bring this information to the schools. And talking to the counselor, she was telling me that at the age of 12, she was put on high blood pressure medication. I didn't mm. think they put kids that young, or people that young on blood pressure medication. But lately, I've been meeting more people on blood pressure medication. What's happening with that, that they're passing those out like candy pills? Oh, well, that's, a, that's just another market. You know, that's the more consumers. That's keeping that, 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 that gravy train flowing. You know they they're marketing uh, 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 depression drugs for babies now. I mean this stuff is at, at such a high for babies. Yes, want to get put babies on Prozac and things like this already, and uh, this stuff is at a high level. Uh, every commercial just about now is advertising type of drug. Uh, I mean, it's 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 just it's amazing how much uh, influence that the media has on pushing these uh, pharmaceuticals, and uh, and the people are naively uh, asking for them because they see oh look at that look, this guy now can uh, uh, have an erection for thirty six hours I want to do that you know that kind of stuff this is really sick. <laughs> Yeah. Who want to walk around 36 hours like that? That's ridiculous. Oh, wow. So what can one do with blood pressure? Blood pressure, very simple. Uh, Number one deficiency in all blood pressure issues is magnesium. Um, Without magnesium, your heart will stop. Um, Magnesium has over 300 functions in the body. And one of them is controlling heart rate, blood flow, uh, making sure the kidneys are releasing uh, ammonia. And uh, so what, what we do is we supplement with the, uh, with the magnesium, about 500 milligrams daily. Uh, that that doesn't uh, uh, do it. It's usually just one shot, boom, and that's it. 
Then we, of course, we want to remove the uh, margarine from the diet and canola oil and all these fake oils. They have got us so afraid now yeah. to eat anything saturated. Uh, you know, so we get back to the original fat, butter, coconut oil, olive oil, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and and the real things instead of this fake stuff. And uh, but blood pressure basically goes away very easily. So uh, I, I see sometimes people are getting false readings too. Anytime you go into the uh, white coat's office, uh, automatically your blood pressure is going to go up because of anxiety. Uh, you see that? <laughs> no, I'm serious. And uh, you see that white coat, and the uh, fear factor kicks in, and your blood pressure goes up. Uh, you know, it, it, and they don't they don't t- take that into account. And uh, they'll give you a false reading, and next thing you know, they want to put you on that stuff. They know they got you for the next 30, 40 years of a free free cash flow. You, my grandbaby used to go to the doctor so much because she had sickle cell, and she was just a little thing. And they would come in with the white coat, and the first thing she would start, she was just a very little thing. She would go, oh, oh. Immediately, she associated mm-hmm. pain with them, and she would go, oh, 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 you know, mm. and they hadn't even touched her. She would just do that, and we'd be like, okay. And they said, actually, that one of the nurses said that's the reason why they changed their uniform, because the kids associated the pain with that white coat and stuff. Mm. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about sickle cell. What can you have, uh, can share with, we had the sickle cell um even for one of the guys, Dr. Ward, out of Florida, he come up with a natural vitamin that helps him, and now he uses it to help other people. He's doing some tests over in Africa, Kenya, mm-hmm. with the Evenflow vitamins and natural supplements. What can you share with us about sickle cell, especially coming from an African-American community, which is the biggest people that are suffering today from it? Mm-hmm. You know, what I've been successful with is using just two things, uh, vitamin B17 and zinc, okay? Uh, B17, 500 milligrams, and zinc, 30 milligrams. And that pretty much uh, has been solving the problem. And that's for the young people who have the pain crisis, correct? Yes, and then making sure they have to make sure they stay dehydrated, making the water and that all that other stuff. Because oh, I know yeah. you in your book, we talk about supplements, but but you also nutrition, food is a big big part of what you're sharing with us in your book. Oh yeah, food is the the key, and then the herbs are the uh, helpers. And, but the diet has to be tight, has to be correct. Can't be any uh, playing around and shuffling and jiving, and uh, it's got to be on point. You got to start <clears throat> really focusing in and 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 basically taking care of you. You got to do you. You have to. You know more about your body than anybody else, more than some white coat, and uh, uh, you just got to you just got to reeducate yourself. You got to uh, you know read read everything about the body and uh and and start using the the herbs on yourself and then changing the diet removing those things that we mentioned earlier getting that microwave out of the house uh yes uh, getting 
getting those fake oils out of the house, getting that uh, fluoride toothpaste out of the house, you know, getting getting mm-hmm. the uh, de- deodorants. They got aluminum out of the house. So there, there's a lot of things that uh, have to be uh, almost a you know a new revolution of of thinking in regarding to your your body and your health, what you're putting in your body. Uh, <clears throat> I was on right. a show earlier today, and I said. Uh, whatever you put on your skin, you you should be able to put in your mouth, okay? And, <laughs> and, and that, that, that's the criteria you should be using, you know? Mm-hmm. Since the skin is the largest organ of the body, if you're putting chemicals and, and, and junk on it, that means the liver's got to deal with it. Right, right, right. And, you know, I with the deodorant, I start using apple cider vinegar. And mm-hmm. I love it. It has, I mean, no problems. And let me tell you, I was a couple of years back. I was in the Office Depot making some copies, getting ready to do a presentation, and my copy was very colorful and had food and stuff. So young, young, nice looking young man. He worked in construction because it was hot that day, and he said, "What kind of work you do?" So I'm telling him what I do, and he said, "Well, you know, I'm, I need to go home and take a shower. I need to put some deodorant on." I said, "No, don't use deodorant." He said, well, what should I use? I said, try using apple cider vinegar. And I said, just dab it and put it up underneath your arm and just, you know, try it. And let me, you know, here's my card. Tell me what you think. Months later, forgot about the young man. I'm going into the grocery store, and I hear someone screaming, you're the lady, you're the lady, you're the lady. And I'm not turning around because I didn't think it was me. And he pulled his car in front of me as I'm going to walk into the store he said, you're the lady. They told me about the apple cider vinegar. It worked. It worked. <laughs> I started laughing. I said, good. It worked. It's not toxic. And it's not getting into your lip. No, it's really healthy, and you couldn't drink it. And he started laughing. He said, I'm telling everybody about it because it worked. And I work outside. I said, good, good. But, mm. you know, educating us, and this is what this show is about, to educate us because a lot of times we don't know, we don't know. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. And we don't have the grandmas and the mamas and the aunts that have that wisdom to kind of pass down Mm -hmm. to the next generation. And that's why, you know, having your book on, you know, having a copy of your book, I'm not a big fan for downloading books on on your cell phone or reading on the iPad and stuff because if your Internet goes, your information is gone. My thing exactly. is to have these books in your hands so we can pass it from family to family or generation to generation to always be able to keep this knowledge with us. And I think that's so important for us to have this information. We're going to come right back on the D-Hour Network with Dr. Scott Whitaker. And my name is Marsha, and we'll be right back because we're going to take a break.
Our network. This is Marcia Satterson for your health. We have Dr. Scott Whitaker on us 
with us tonight, and I'm very happy to have him on. And he's sharing with us some knowledge and information. It's been over 30 years, you said, you've been on this journey, Dr. Whitaker? Yeah, about 30 years now. Wow, wow. And you look great. You look great. I mean, uh, and you're healthy. So that's one thing I like to see. When I see people who are on this journey, on this platform, you take a look at them and say, oh, yeah, I want to look like that. I want my health and my body to look like that. Now, talk about the skin. You were talking about the biggest pores of our bodies, our skin. What about what I'm seeing today is these tattoos. People's body is tattooed all up. What is that going to do to their health, or is that going to have going into their bloodstream? And I'm looking, I mean, all up their neck, their arms. Some people have every space of their body covered. Is that going to have some profound effect on these people long-term with their health? Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, spiritually, it's even written that it's a, uh abomination to deface your, your skin like this. Uh, I think it's in Deuteronomy, but uh, 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 the rise the rise of hepatitis C now is is through the roof because of these needles being used for this tattooing, and uh, it's an entryway for for for, for dyes and, and infections, MRSA, anything, and. Uh, so, of course, the health is going to decrease. The skin is going to look. I mean, can you imagine this stuff when these people are 60 and 70 years old with all this mess <laughs> I on their I said that to my daughter. Yes. <laughs> I said, they forget their skin going to wrinkle up. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So, yes. So, uh, I, you know, it's just, uh, I guess, I don't know, is it, is it almost like a, Self-hate thing? I don't know. What, what is this craze for this? I think it may be addiction. Itself. I think once they get it, they got to have more of it. You think? It's an addiction yeah, yeah, to it. It's kind of like once you get it in your bloodstream, you want some more of it. You want more of it on your body or something. Because it seems like once they get one, they're, coming, they're constantly going back and getting more and more of that. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. another thing about is... um. I saw a documentary on the disappearing males, and I had Dr. Scott, uh, Dr. Carter on. Dr. Les L. Carter is a pharmacist out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, from where I'm from, and he was one of the first black African-American pharmacy, pharmacists there in Milwaukee. And he still practiced pharmacy the old way, mixing the compounds and everything, and he's an herbalist too. And... We were talking about the disappearing males, how men's sperm count is so low today compared to my grandfather who had 18 children and the next generation, and these men aren't able to, um, they're impotent at an early age. Is there anything mm. natural you can do to help correct this for men instead of the, um, the is that the blue pill? What color pill is that? They'd be pushing for these young people. Oh, you know, all this uh, stuff they got you taking for these uh, uh, eventful nights and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, the, sp- the sperm counts are definitely down uh, for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, you know, you see, you don't see it too much now, but you still have men that are carrying cell phones in their pockets 
on their hips and uh, that's directly uh, affecting sperm count from the radiation from the phones. Um, the, uh, of course, the consumption of uh, soy in the diet because it's in just like margarine and hydrogenated oils is in packaged food and soy is right behind it. And that's going in and lowering sperm counts because it's putting all that estrogen in the system and making men feminine. So, uh, so what we're, how we're combating it is uh, increasing testosterone. And one of the best herbs for that for men is uh, sarsaparilla. Okay. And so we're using the sarsaparilla. We're increasing the zinc uh, through foods or supplementation because zinc and the uh, reproductive system of the man is is directly uh, interrelated, and and so you know remove the soy, get the cell phone off your hip, or stop keeping it in your pocket, and uh, and and then increasing the uh, testosterone naturally, not through uh, any shots or anything, but through the herbs, sarsaparilla. Uh, you can also use saw palmetto and then the mineral zinc. Okay. Now, will the young women have some effect keeping a cell phone, keeping them in their pockets, keeping it on their body as well? Oh, yeah. Um, of course, with the women, you know, you have the, you know, higher incidence of, of, of the breast tissue being affected. You know, because mammograms are no different. Mammograms cause breast cancer, and that's radiation. So we got cell phones uh, in, in your purses, uh, you know, next to your body. That also is, uh, you know, a vehicle for more radiation. Um, you know, the women also, you know, consuming soy too, like the men. It's in the foods, and 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 the excess estrogen is creating endometriosis. Uh, thickening of the lining of, of the cervix and things like that. So eggs, the egg cannot, uh, and the sperm cannot connect. So you got low birth rates and, uh, and, and just so many factors now environmentally that's playing now with the reproduction. And, uh, you know, it's all part of, it's all part of, part of the depopulation program of, uh, of, 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 of certain uh, elitists to reduce the, uh, as they call us, uh, useless eaters, and uh, and so what? What better way to do it than through through food and through the environment with these gadgets and stuff that we that we have now? Wow! Yeah, yeah. All right, menopause. Women going through menopause and estrogen. You talk about estrogen because that when usually when you start hitting menopause, that estrogen stuff. Give us that little tire or something around the belly fat. How do you, how do we women deal with that? With the hot flashes, the uh, all that type of thing. Yeah, one of the best herbs I've been helping uh, the women with is uh, I use a Vitex. Okay, they call okay. it Chase Bear. Okay, uh, what that does is uh, uh, balance the the hormones in the body. After menopause, uh, the amount of estrogen you need is very low, okay, because you're not you're not making babies anymore. So uh, the adrenal glands will release the amount needed. What the problem is with with the 
the hot flashes and all that is that you know we have too much estrogen now in the diet and in the body so that's where the hot flashes come from so what the vitex does is increase oh. increase the testosterone in the in the in the woman and it re- it removes the hot flash so uh this is how we have to do it uh and and then of course uh you know exercise b uh b complex vitamins make sure the nervous system is in on you know intact um uh, and uh eliminating those foods i know it seems like uh, uh a lot of tomato based foods uh have an effect on the menopause cuz really? cuz of the estrogen yes yes uh Kind of like almost like almost like your nightshades, tomatoes, eggplant, those types of things uh, seem to increase uh, uh, hot flashes. Wow. Okay, didn't know that. Hmm. Interesting to know. Wow. Now, let's talk about. We see so much in the news now with our kids, especially with our kids, antidepressant medication. Ritalin and all this other stuff, ADHD, bipolar. Help us with that. Yeah, these uh, made-up terms, ADD and ADHD, uh, are just uh, diseases looking for a market. Um, (laughs) Yeah, psychiatry is uh, behind all of it. You know, that, that profession there is is uh, right up there with Monsanto as a uh, as as one of the most uh, diabolical uh, 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 ideologies, you know, as a profession that we have. Um, there's it's a pseudoscience; they can't prove anything, uh, and they haven't cured anything. They uh, they got this book called the, the DSM. The Diagnostic Statistic Manual, and it's not even any statistics in the book. And uh, they got a bunch of scenarios where you can be one day be uh, laying in your bed and you don't feel good, and you'll go talk to one of these uh, charlatans and tell them what you know you're laying in your bed, and they and they'll call it laying in bed syndrome, and, and look for a drug to give to you. And and this is what they do now. The schools are in on it. The school systems now get paid uh, extra money for how many kids they can get put on these antidepressants. In uh, every every school shooting that we have had and will continue to yeah. have, every shooter has been on an antidepressant. Correct. Yeah. I did a thing over here at Martin Luther King Middle School here in Atlanta on food and behavior. And I had a little questionnaire for the kids, the, the people to fill out at the table, and was talking about their behavior, not sitting still, that kind of stuff. So the counselor that asked me to be there, I said, you know what? Looking at the survey, we have quite a few kids that may be um, needing what y'all category as ADHD or bipolar. And she said, oh yeah, the whole school is that way. And I says, well, we can do nutrition and diet to get rid of this. The principal ain't interested. I said, okay. Oh, no. Because they get paid. Mm-hmm. They get paid get for each child being there. And the parents can get a check. I didn't know the parents get a check, too. 
for um, mm. their kids being on that medication and stuff. That's cool, right? So now you know, we're, we're pimping our kids now for drugs or something. And if you know, and I'm pretty sure when the government decides they want to stop stop this, and parents aren't gonna have no option of what to turn to, it's gonna be the food. We're gonna have to show our kids the right diet to get their right brain intact. What about cod liver oil? Oh, I love what it. What about cod liver oil? Huh? I think it's one. I think it's one of the best uh, supplements for omega three, DHA, uh, vitamin A. I mean, it's it's uh, just a great superfood to include in the diet, particularly for the young ones at the young age right. for that prop, yeah. proper brain development. And then, there you go. of course, there you as, go. as as an adult, uh, especially for the winter time. Uh, we don't get much vitamin D for those who live in those uh, northern areas of the country, and and uh, oil is a great supplement for that. And I saw a study where they were showing that the healthy fat did help kids with behavior problems and other things like that. So you know, I want to encourage parents. You know, you know, because our grandparents, great grandparents, gave it to their kids. It was a normal protocol. Like you said, your dad woke you up in the morning and gave you that supplement. My mom, she was she didn't do that to us. But now, you know, my daughter makes sure my granddaughter makes, takes all her vitamins and her supplements every morning before she even started her day. She's making sure she got that in her system. Um, so we want to be able to give our kids that their brain and their vitamins that their body's going to need. What if, besides um, for parents, who kids are elementary or younger, we said the cod liver oil. What other vitamins and nutrients you think would be healthy for these parents to start off with their children? Um, I think the B complex was, is, is another one that needs to be in the diet. That's for the nervous system uh, uh, and, and, and encourages uh, the neurotransmitters in the brain to, to fire on, on all uh uh, synapses and it keeps the uh, stress levels down okay so they can concentrate in school and things like that and I think uh, after the B complex I will supplement with some uh, uh, vitamin uh, C um, for immune protection just so you know they're in school and they're touching things touching putting their hands in their mouths and all that kind of stuff and and just gives the added protection that you would need uh, for the immune system. So C, B, and then the college will do very well. You probably would uh, not miss any school like I did for my K through 12. Wow, that is great. Now give people a phone number where they can reach you, email address or website. So anyone wanting a consultation with you, or want to be able to get, and then you have a website where they can sign up to be get some newsletters and information that you're currently making available to the community. So share that with us now. All right. Uh, let's see. Our website is medicines.net, M-E-D-I-S-I-N-S.net, M-E-D-I-S-I-N-S.net. Uh, toll free is 888 
888-633-4746. That's 888-633-4746. And the email is uh, com. Dr. Whitaker at hotmail.com. All right, great. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back and with Dr. Whitaker and with some great information for you and your family. So we'll be right back. Thank you.
All right, you're on the D. Howard Network. This is Marcia for your health. And today is uh, the 16th of December, and we have Dr. Scott Whitaker. I just want to remind our listening audience that this program, radio show, advice, all the information presented here is for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment of any illness or injury or condition, prevention of any health problem. The viewer should consult with their licensed practitioner or their doctor for proper diagnosis. And my goal with, uh, for your health is to bring this information, because as I said earlier, many of us, we're busy paying bills, we're busy with our kids, we're, some people are just stressed out. And we know that someone in our life, in our families, or some neighbor we know, have some type of illness from cancer, from depression, to some type of arthritis, some type of illness, and we want to be able to give them this information that they can take time to utilize, to search out for them and themselves to make sure they're in a healthy condition. Um, Dr. Whitaker, um, again, I want to thank you for being on our show, but I have, in your book, you state that HIV is a host. You know, you don't believe that. Tell us about your feelings about HIV and the diagnosis that they're making with this disease. Yeah. Um, HIV is just another uh, uh, meal ticket in the line of deception that they've been using uh, with all these uh, made-up things they come out with yearly uh, from from the bird flu to uh, Ebola, uh, all these types of uh, emergency fearful tactics they want to get people on drugs for. And so HIV is no different. Uh, HIV has never been uh, isolated in a laboratory. It's never found in anyone that supposedly has died of AIDS. Uh, uh, the uh, HIV test is totally fraudulent. Uh, it, it even really? states on the. Oh yeah, there's so many uh, false positives that people get from that, and then end up starting the drugs, the drugs, because of the fear behind it. Uh, Magic Johnson never had no HIV. Uh, <laughs> it was all scam and game. Uh, his his reward for doing that was uh, Starbucks and Magic Johnson theaters. So uh, uh, they they use it, of course, as a fear thing. I mean, you do do you rarely hear about it today anymore? It's like you don't hear about Ebola anymore. You don't hear about H one N one anymore. You, all these things, the Zika virus, all this stuff they come out with every year is is scams to get people riled up to take some new vaccine or new drug, and so they can make some money. And HIV was no different. So what about when people sharing needles and they're getting HIV through, I mean, they're supposed to be getting HIV through needles and then they start. So you're thinking, your, your thought is that when the people go in for tests and they take this HIV test and it's coming up positive, that there's really nothing positive about it or what test would they generate for them to put, be put on the medication. I guess what numbers are they looking at or symptoms they're looking at to put these people on the medication? Uh, 
Yeah, so what they're doing is taking symptoms and lumping it in all, saying, this is what they do in Africa. They lump them all as one. Like, you could go in with a cold, take the test, and you may take test positive. Why? Because your antibodies now are up. They're up higher. You know, white blood cell count is up higher now because now it's fighting an infection. And uh, you go back a week later, no cold, and you'll test negative. It's uh, it's it's playing uh, 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 Russian uh, science roulette with the white blood cell count, which they know always increases during in time of infection. So you'll have people with tuberculosis, pneumonia, uh, Hep C, or some type of ailment. They'll go in and be tested. They'll show a high white blood cell count, and they'll say, "Oh, you're positive HIV." But they got these people on medication, very expensive medication that they're taking that's supposed to be prolonging their lives. So the medication they're taking is not doing anything or I guess. No, it's destroying their lives. Just like uh, uh, what they put on uh, Arthur Ashe, okay? They put him on that... uh, what was AZT? Uh, AZT has a, a skull and bones in the description, and it says out of the side effects, the last one was death. And uh, AZT was was so toxic, it was a cancer drug. They put it on the shelf back in the '60s, and they, they wouldn't put it on the market. And then this company called Burroughs and Welcome bought the patent and started using it uh, as a form to treat so-called AIDS. And Arthur and Ashton he got died. AIDS from- he, he, mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's supposed to have contracted AIDS from a uh, blood transfusion, correct? Transfusion, correct. And uh, they put him on AZT and wiped him out. Matty Johnson never did AZT. Wow. Okay. All right. So the flu. I So we don't take the flu shot. That is correct. And you are oh, encouraging the God. flu shot. Did you just see this senator in New York just die from the flu shot? Uh, no. Yeah, the uh, uh, from the I think from uh, Manhattan or something like that. Uh, I can't remember his name offhand. Uh, I mean, just, just two weeks ago. Yes, two weeks ago. Big time senator there. He was a promoter of the of the flu vaccine, and uh, and he he ended up uh, uh, getting wiped out by it. Wow. Okay. Wow. His name is, yeah, uh, I don't take the flu uh, shot. I Jose, don't know. Jose, Jose Peralta, 47 years wow. old. Wow. Yeah. So the flu shot, uh, even they say, is the most dangerous shot you could take. Okay. So we don't do no flu shots. Uh, you know, I, I did my study on it, and it, Anybody who's had the flu shot for five consecutive years is, is definitely going to develop uh, dementia because there's so much aluminum. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. without a doubt. Wow. What about vaccination shots for kids, babies? Oh, no, we don't do those either. Um, now, do you do any shots like um, a polio or any of those types? What shots or do you recommend any shots? No, there is no safe vaccination, period. 
Um, these are recommendations from the uh, CDC, the Center for Disease Creation, and uh, <laughs> uh, they recommend them, and they, uh, you know, put the fear factor in the parent, and then the schools yeah. try to enforce you know, saying your kid can't come and all this kind of stuff. And then they, the states are changing their laws now. We trying to take away the exemptions. You know, California did it. And, uh, you know, California has always been the uh, testing ground for the rest of the country. So when states right. move to California, they see what California does, and they, they'll, they'll try it. And, and uh, I think uh, I know Mississippi's got a real strict uh, vaccination law. Um, I think they offer no exemptions. I mean, this is uh, and, and they got the highest autism rate. They got the highest autism rate of any state. Mississippi does. Yes, and we know that oh, wow. vaccines. That we know that the MMR vaccine is the number one cause of, of uh, autism. Wow. Wow. And so what's going to happen to these kids 5, 10, 20 years from now? We're going to have a big population of sick adults that need care like they're in their 50s or 60s. Huh? Yeah. It's all directly related to the cancers that we're seeing now. It'll just be, be you know, it's, it's the number two killer. Right now, behind doctors, and it may may overtake doctors by the year 2020. Mm. All right, women who people can't sleep, sleep sleep deprived. How do people get some healthy, clean sleep? I mean, I mean, when they can't sleep at night, what about sleeping? Sleep deprived. Well, sleeping is. uh, course you can't be bringing your problems to the bed um, you know you, you definitely need to be de-stressing before you even get to the bed um, and then you want to re- remove stimulants uh, that you may be consuming you know maybe some type of caffeinated drink that you may be doing uh, if you're going to do coffees I say don't drink any coffee past 4 p.m. Uh, and then uh, you got a lot of sodas now with the caffeines in it and all that kind of stuff. So you got a lot of stimulants going on, keeping keeping the brain awake. You got to turn off the uh, Wi-Fi in the rooms. Matter of fact, the wi- the router should not even be anywhere where you're sleeping. Okay, and, uh, uh, and then to to relax the body, you use the herb kava kava. K-A-V-A, K-A-V-A. And, uh, of course, I mentioned earlier about the B-complex for the nervous system. Uh, The herb chamomile is good for sleep. Uh, And then tryptophan, you know, the amino acid tryptophan, which is naturally in turkey. And uh, that's why when you eat turkey uh, for Thanksgiving, you should sleep in the next hour because the tryptophan is so high but it's so very good. But, you know, the FDA, uh, the Federal Dummies Association, they they take, they uh, banned tryptophan to be used as a sleep aid because they want to make sure that the drug companies 
had their sleep medicines on the on the market. So uh, there's a product called Five uh, HTP, which is a, uh, uh, de- a derivative, a natural derivative of the tryptophan that you can take will help you sleep. I think wow. now too also wow. using the uh, CBD oil, the uh, hemp oil. Uh, it's good for sleeping also. So do you use hemp oil or cannabis oil in your practice with people? Uh, not not uh, on a normal basis, but uh, I do use it. Okay. So you see nothing wrong with hemp oil or marijuana? What about marijuana? You know, you know that's been uh, demonized. I've, I'm not a proponent of smoking it. But uh, I do uh, people using it for pain, no problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what do you want us? What information do you want our listening audience to um, get from you as far as information that we can start now, today, or tomorrow to better our health? Uh. Just taking your health into your own hands, uh, reading labels, eating foods that spoil, uh, only using the white coats for emergency reasons. Um, and that's it. I think if you stay out of those, stay out of those offices, uh, you'll, you'll do fine. <laughs> now, do you come to Georgia often? Because the last time, um, the last when I saw you speak. I saw you a couple of times here in Georgia. I think it was in a country club. Um, Ivan, I can't remember the gentleman's name that sponsored you to be there at this country club. Um, We got a chance to see you speak at this country club, but then I think it was at one of the libraries here in Atlanta. Then I saw you in Mississippi. So are you still going out speaking to do speaking engagement and things like that? Yes, yes, always. matter of fact, uh, I'll be uh, in Douglasville, uh, March 30th. So, uh, in Douglasville, Georgia? Okay. Yes. So, uh, okay. maybe catch me there. Okay. So, March, so that information will be posted on your website. So, uh, people who want to see you in person and be able to listen to you, um, they can be in Douglasville, Georgia, March 30th of 2019. That's yes. great. So, that is really good. So give us some again uh, your information and the website. Uh, medicines.net, M-E-D-I-S-I-N-S.net. Uh, uh, phone number, 888-633-4746. And uh, email drwhitaker at hotmail.com. All right. We'll be right back on the D-Hour Network with Marsha Thaddison and Dr. Scott Whitaker.
Network. This is Marsha Thaddison with For Your Health, and our guest is Dr. Scott Whitaker, who's written a book called Medicine. But I want to remind our listening audience, to all our listening audience for For Your Health listening, this program show is information presented here for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment of any illness, injury, or condition, or prevention of any injuries. Please consult with your licensed practitioner or your doctor for any diagnosis or treatment. Dr. Scott Whitaker, one thing I want to talk about before you uh, before we end the show is that lead. Uh, Flint, Michigan, I know Milwaukee, a lot of these states have lead in the water. And I did one show about food can help eliminate lead from the bloodstream. Can you touch on that a little bit? Because that seemed to hit a population mostly, mostly African American. Again, everything with us. Yes, yes. I actually did a, a small part of that in, in my in my book. Uh, touched on lead poisoning, and uh, one of the great uh, uh, ways we remove lead is is with the mineral magnesium. Uh, uh, I stated numerous times never to drink any tap water from any city. I don't care what they say, how clean it is, or what they do to process it. None of it is safe. You have chlorine, you got fluoride, and now we got medical waste in the water systems now. So you got uh, uh, Prozac and, and Ritalin in the water streams now. Okay? So um lead is a major issue particularly uh for children with development brain development intelligence uh lead paint i was actually poisoned by lead paint uh lead paint in 1991 uh, uh, and uh and it caused uh me to have um 
alopecia on my beard. And uh, I had to do a one-year detox uh, of my liver to remove that from my system. Um, so uh, it's, it's a serious condition. Uh, of course, it seems like it only affects our communities. Uh, and um, uh, unfortunately, we're not educated on those types of things. We think the government's supposed to protect us and all that type of stuff, and that's never the case. And they use us as experiment. They're still doing Tuskegee experiments to this day. And, and lead was just well, lead was just another one of them that they they got caught on in Flint. Now you said magnesium. Um, how do they take it? Is it in a pill form, or how do you, you can add the magnesium in some liquid? Pill, or? you can do pill, liquid, or powder, as long as it's uh, magnesium citrate or magnesium. Uh, uh, oxide, I mean, um, magnesium that's attached to amino acid, and uh, it can take it right out of the system. So you sell that magnesium on your website that families can purchase for their families to take to help clean the lead out? No, it's something you can get at oh. any health food store, so a whole okay. foods or okay. carry it or a vitamin shop. Okay. Okay. Now, what type of um, filter you suggest that they're going to clean to use? The, the Brita filter, would that work? Or some other type of filter to, to get the medicine out of the water when they're drinking the water? Yeah. There may not be any filters made for that yet because that's, uh, you know, that's a whole different ball game than fluoride and uh uh, the other toxins they put in there, chlorine. So it needs to be a three-phase uh, filter system that has uh, activated charcoal as the, the last uh, phase of cleansing. And uh, so it's, it's got to be, uh, you know, I don't say expensive system, but it needs to be something that's just better than just uh, one filter. It has to be a three-phase filter. Wow, wow. You know, it's it's so much going on out here. And, you know, some people think, well, I just can't afford to do all this. Um, and I think, you know, when we think about it, a lot of people tell me they they think they can't find the time to do this. But then when they put on dialysis, they make those trips to dialysis facility three and four times a, a week to get mm. on um, that machine. So what do you think about the dialysis facility? Because, you know, that too is big in our community. Yeah, well, I, you know, I've labeled it the nigger machine. And, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. And, uh, yes. It's uh, 90% of them, of course, is us. Uh, the company is called DaVita, and they they are everywhere like a liquor store. And uh, you know, you got a lifespan of it about five to seven years. And after your liver dries, I mean, your kidneys dry up, and then, uh, you know, they they send you on your way to make your final arrangements. So uh, the uh, machines are, are, you know, replacing the function of the kidneys. And that's, the kidneys have been damaged, uh, number one, from fear, and then number two, from the uh, the 
anti-inflammatory drugs that we're taking, Excedrins and Motrins and uh, Tylenol and all that stuff, which says it right on the label now, causes kidney and liver failure. Wow. Is there a way someone can get off dialysis, or once you're on that machine, you 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 locked in? I've, we've been very successful getting people off the machine using uh, a three three part system of asparagus extract, a uh, product called kidney chi, and cordyceps, which is a mushroom, and they've been able to you start urinating on them on their own and eventually getting off the machine. But wow. it, you know, a lot of a lot of discipline, a lot of consistency. And what is the time frame for these people being able to get off that machine? Can they still, when they're taking those herbs, are they still being hooked up to that machine? And then they say, "Oh, wait a minute, your kidneys is operating perfectly. You don't need to be on this machine any longer." Yeah, or can they doing, use the uh, herbs and the machine at the same time? Yeah, they're doing it at the same time. And then they they start okay. reducing their visits. Uh, okay. And then as they as they start building the uh, able to urinate on their own, then they don't need the machine anymore. Because your kidneys are supposed to replenish itself. Or, uh, both mostly some of your organs are supposed to replenish yourself. What's the time frame for a kidney to replenish itself? Uh, Ninety days minimum. Wow. I, you know, this is great information. I know your book is great. So I really want people to take time to check out your website and to give you a call if they have any questions or anything. So, again, we got about five minutes left of the show. Give them that information because we, we constantly want to repeat ourselves because we have many of us have short attention spans. So I just want to make sure we get the information and get the book. So give out the information again, please. Okay, medicines.net, M-E-D-I-S-I-N-S.net. Uh, Toll-free, 888-633-4746. And uh, email drwhitaker at hotmail.com. And your information will have, you're going to be here in Atlanta, Georgia, in March of 2019. In, in Douglasville, Georgia. So you will have that information on your website? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Because I, I want to check you out. Yes, going to check you out. So I just want to thank you for being on our show because um, as I shared with the listening audience before, we have great people coming on that has that knowledge. I don't have it all, but I'm bringing to the table people with powerful information that can make some changes in our lives and the lives of people we care about and our neighbors because share with other people what Dr. Whitaker just shared with us today. Um, You can always go back and listen to this blog talk radio over and over and over again or send it to your families and friends, post it on your Facebook so other people can get this information because it's about, I truly believe we are a brother's keeper and I'm trying to keep us together mentally, emotionally, and physically with powerful information that can make some changes in our lives and the lives of our family. So I just want to thank Dr. Whitaker for being on the show again. I'm hoping I can get you back one more time. Maybe 2019 we can come back and just share with some of the people that you work with and how they made changes in their diet. And so 
we can talk with you and some of these people because I always like to bring to this, look, here's the evidence, here's what we're doing. I'm always sharing with people, being transparent about everything so we can trust each other to know that we're doing our best to make sure you're at your best. And that's what this book is about. That's what you're being, you're being about. And that's why I appreciate what you're doing tonight being on this show. No problem. I uh, will welcome it. And you welcome it with a uh, question and answer session, whatever is needed to make the point clear that uh, you need to take the help into your own hands and and stop being bamboozled by the white coat. There's, there's a reason why children have a reaction when they see the white coat because the white it's the same white coat that a butcher wears. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about it like that, but yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. But um, I just want to thank you for being on our show, and for those of you who are listening, please take time to share this information. And we got the holidays coming up for those um, who are celebrating Christmas and the holidays. Please have a safe holiday because next week is uh, Christmas. So I just wish you a safe holiday and thank you, Dr. Whitaker, for being on the show. I just want thank to thank you. Thank you for again. having me and uh it's an honor and a pleasure. Looking forward to talking mm-hmm. to you again. Oh, definitely. Oh, we 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 all we now. Yeah, we got it going on. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to the rooftop and get this information out and share with everyone about being healthy and giving them that that avenue of how to get there. So I just want to thank you. So you guys have a blessed week. I hope it's all safe. And thank you for listening to our show. Thank you.